Well, I love a rainy night. I love a rainy night. I love to watch the thunder and the lightning lights up the sky. Good evening. Good morning. Wherever you're listening to these fine tunes. Well, I love a rainy night. I love a rainy That's so nice. That put you to sleep. Hello, welcome to Unsponsored Content. What is this, episode five, right? Five. Cinco de Cravi. Cinco de Cravi and Aron, as I go by. I actually don't go by that. I go by A.A. Ron. But it is Unsponsored Content. I'm Aaron Baker. That guy over there is Noah Kravitz. And we're here to talk tech, have some fun, talk the things, hang out. What's happening, man? Are you still married? I am, yeah. How about you? Good, good. Good. Yeah, and no, I'm still married. Cat's still good. How about yourself? Cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon. I was hoping you'd sing that. Little boy, blue and man on the moon. Man, you got a good voice. She was gonna be an actress. I was gonna learn. How to about uh, what's your take on the long version of Every Little Step by Bobby Brown? Will you sing that for me? Every little thing she does is magic. That's Everything close. Everything she do just turn me on. <laughs> this is gonna be thirty minutes of just singing. I love it. It might get good ratings. By ratings, um, I mean people listening. Yeah, you know what's funny is um, we're still nowhere near the iTunes chart, but Noah's Bark climbed another few spots. Interesting. It's, so I don't what, understand. What, no, what it's saying is people just want to listen to you. They don't want to listen to me. Oh, maybe next week you shouldn't show up. Maybe I'll record it without telling you where. Or I'll be like, hey, Aaron, show up to the podcast spot uh, like Friday at 2 in the morning. Yeah, and I'll do it, and I'll be like all excited, you know, can't sleep the night before because I'm ready to talk tech, and you won't like, be there. Oh, hey, Noah, it's Aaron. Oh, hey, Aaron, it's Noah. And, you know, but... Hey, you do a good impersonation of yourself. Thanks, man. Yeah, great job. Um, I chose that intro music not to put people to sleep, but because it actually is a rainy night here in Oakland, California, which is tremendous. We can use... Yeah, congrats. You need the rain. All the rains. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Oh, no, my friend. You're the one who needs... Well, I guess you're you're not really the middle of the country. You're south. That's different. The middle yeah. of the country needs us to get the rain because otherwise we can't export culture to them. So, oh, that's okay. You can keep yeah. that. You want to talk about Donald Trump for half an hour? <laughs> I feel like we need to keep it on smartphones. Oh, my God. Okay, let's go. Let's, let's do started. it. Let's do wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Before, this is episode five. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on Stitcher. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on Twitter at UnspawnCon. You can uh, also follow Aaron at Aaron C. Baker. You can follow yeah. me at Noah Kravitz. There's a Tumblr that we never update that's unsponsored content at Tumblr.com. I mean, .tumblr.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you want to send us any fan mail, any um, recipes, or anything else, it's unsponsored content at gmail.com. And now that I've said that, maybe uh, the crew will remember to check the emails. Cause yeah. The, cr the crew's had like a week off. I feel like the crew has registered us for some sketchy podcast websites too. It's like, hey guys, we registered you on podcast.xyz.net. And I'm like, I've never heard of this before. XYZ, easy yeah. as do raid me. I knew you. Hey, you're in a singing mood tonight. I like it. All right. Let's talk Nexus 5X. I feel like that's the thing we need to kick off with because Google just lowered the price to $329 from $379, so it's never been a hugely expensive phone. It's still but too expensive. You still think it's too expensive. That was what I was yeah. getting at. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because it's not made by Apple. Oh, you're on a, an extreme Apple fanboy rant tonight. 
I am, and it's not. I sense actually, it. Actually, you know what? I'm not. I'm gonna have equal. I'm gonna have equal negativity for Apple and Google uh, in the coming segments. So what is this? It's three seventy nine. It's three twenty nine at B. Just three twenty nine. Yeah. Now. Yeah, it's still four eighty one on eBay though. It's five eighty four on Overstock. Well, people don't shop on eBay anymore. This is twenty fifteen. Where do they shop? Jet.com. <laughs> they shop uh, MySpace's new store. Oh, your yes. Yeah. No, but my question is like, if you had a friend or family member that whatever broke their iPhone, broke their Android device, would you recommend that as a replacement at that price point? No. And why is that? Because it runs Android. But what if they came from Android? I'd say, oh, now you have an excuse to go to uh, an easy to use operating <laughs> system. Excellent. Yeah, I love it. So if I was recommending an Android phone. Yeah, I, I just feel if, like yeah. I mean. 5.2 inches is still in my, and I know this is, I know, I know, but it's still too big. Oh, you're one of those. Know, there's nobody I know who needs a phone recommendation from me who I'm going to recommend a 5.2 inch phone to. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. What's your, your sweet spot? I think you told me before, but it's like five inches or like 4.7. Is Less. that right? It's, um, I mean, it's 4.7 because that's the phone I'm using now. Uh, and I've gotten used to it, but I don't know. I kind of, I still kind of miss the four three. Gotcha. Tiny, tiny. Mm -hmm. Tiny Tim. Mm -hmm. Tiny Noah. Four seven's fine. It fits in my pocket. It's okay. Nice. I feel like whenever I did phone reviews back in the day, I would always say this thing feels great in the hand. Yeah. Well, you got that from me, and I got it from Mega Doug. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. We passed it along. I like that. Yeah. Back I'm like, hey, check out this laptop. It feels great in the hand. Yeah. Look at this. It's the just right phone for me. That's what yeah. it says in the Nexus 5 website. But then I realized, like, as I branched out into more, like, lifestyle stuff, I'm like, this travel feels great in the hand. This Panasonic thing feels great in the hand. It doesn't really work when you branch out of mobile. Um, there are some things it would work for. Travel, no. Yeah. Yeah, saying this travel feels great in the hand makes me wonder where your hand is. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that's true. Unless I was like saving a sweet load of money and I had some money in my hand. There you go. Um, you know the uh, the the selective pull quotes from reviews that Google chose to put on the Nexus 5X purchase page make it sound like a really good phone. Yeah, I think at the price point, it's a great phone. What else can you get for three twenty nine? Can you get a One Plus Two? Yeah, around it's like four or something, if I'm not mistaken. For the one that I when I priced out was like four forty nine, if I'm mean, not mistaken. Bro, I could get a Moto G for ten dollars. Yeah, Moto G is a pretty cool phone. I'll give you that. I, I love that phone. I would um yeah, I would skip the Nexus, get a Moto G, and then I would take myself out to many, many, many frozen yogurts in a row. Maybe some frozen yogurt and some new CDs. Oh yeah, like what was that guy's name? Bobby Brown? Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you? Would you get this phone? Would you recommend this? At that price point, yeah. I mean I think it's a good deal. I think it just depends on I like phones, so I wanna buy one. I wanted to buy one at three seventy nine, I wanna buy one now. But yeah, I'd recommend it. That's cheap. That's reason comparatively speaking. How much is the um But see, I mean here's the thing. You have to be recommending 
that somebody purchase an unlocked phone outright and then they're going to go and they're going to have to pay more for their service because these days the companies charge you more if you don't have if you're not leasing a phone from them so there's going to be a little bit of advanced consumerism going on there right uh, yeah, I mean, depending on the carrier, you could. What, what who could you take it to? I guess you could take it to like, um, what's AT and T's prepaid called? I mean, there's GoPhone. There's a bunch of MVNOs that Go use. Phone, right. Yeah, I mean, like I'm thinking Straight Talk in my head. Straight Talk, right? That's, is that the one yeah. through Walmart? Straight Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So first of all, Walmart's the devil. You can't buy things from them. But um, second, what about how do you feel about Target? Quick sidebar. Um, better than Walnut, they've still shown some some evil practices in their pharmacy division. They've uh, they've done some things that are not cool to women's rights. How about Yummylicious Froyo in Dallas? Don't have it. What no. we have is we it's have, good. Um, we have Yogafina and Tutti Frutti, and Yogafina is better. Nice. Yeah. So okay. the HTC One Nine is four ninety nine ninety nine. Although I could get it for free if I traded in my iPhone Six. You could, yeah. I get a four ninety nine trade in value, and I could get this for free. You could. That's interesting. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's and this deal obviously launched well after I left. But if I'm not mistaken, it's the six, the six plus, the six S, the six S plus. You get it for free. Mm -hmm. If it's a Samsung like Galaxy S six, think you get two hundred dollars off. Correct. And if it's an LG G four, it's a hundred bucks off. If I'm not mistaken. What about LG G three? I don't think it's included. I'm doing this Incorrect. off the top of my head. Incorrect. Is it okay? Oh, you got me. Hundred dollars trade in value. If this were YouTube, people would be like, "You don't know anything about phones, you, know you idiot." Anything about phones. What a fool. A phone, yeah, phone your shirt guy. looks dumb too. What about blue? I love blue. blue yes, yes, I've used, so I've used several, I've reviewed them, and I, I think it's, an, it's a really fun company. Back to like last episode when I was talking about startups and like smaller companies, OEMs, I love. When you, you, when you were incorrectly using the term startup, I remember that. Well, startup is a mentality as well as a physical thing, so we can just agree to disagree. Even though uh, I still love what, you. What, what do I want to get? The blue Vivo Air for one ninety eight ninety eight. What about look up the blue energy? Blue Energy X ninety eight dollars yep. ninety nine cents. Check out that battery. So why wouldn't I want to get a blue energy? Why would I want a Nexus five X instead of a blue energy? Blue. I think it's blue. 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 Blue energy. Blue energy. Blue. With four thousand mega amp hour or milliamp hour super battery. Isn't that crazy? It is. That's an all-day times two battery, my friend. Three. It says approximately three days with standard usage. Oh, it's got a MediaTek quad-core. That thing's going to yeah. That's gonna yep. power some 8-bit uh, gaming right there. Which is why, exactly, which my point is, like, there's a market for low-end devices. I would still recommend the Nexus 5 on a whole to most people that I would recommend phones to because processor-wise, tech-wise, it's up to par with some of the other flagship stuff on the market. It captures the soul of the Nexus family. Yeah. <laughs> Does it actually say that? Yes. Interesting. No, they're actually, they're a cool company. I mean, there's a place for them. There's, I mean, I think it's a cool. Wait, they're a pretty cool oh, company. Blue, you're talking about blue? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I like them. About the Nexus again. The um, typography on this Nexus Five product page is weird. 
it is kind of like a semi like apple-esque design but it's not like it's all that standard not terrific google play font that's all over the ux of you know google play music and all that stuff except then like some of the stuff is in this weird serif font it's interesting like an updated courier kind of looking i'm not a i'm not a typography guy so but it um it's just weird Google has never impressed me with anything related to products. Interesting. What about LG or Huawei, since they're the OEMs? Um, yeah, there have been some nice LG phones. Yeah. Um, I've never been... I haven't used a Huawei phone in a couple of years. I've never been particularly impressed by a Huawei phone. I've always been impressed by the hardware. For, the, for a long time, I've been impressed by the hardware. The software, I feel like, is where it's come up a little short. But obviously, this is running stock Android, so... Yeah, well, and it's, an, L, it's an LG, so... Yeah, no, I mean, the, I'm, I'm talking 6P, sorry. Oh. Oh, 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 I'm talking 6P, sir. What are you talking about? So for 329 if you had $330 to spend on... Well, I need money for tax, but... An Android phone, would you spend basically. it on the Nexus 5X? Yeah, I would. Man, if I had that, exactly that, $330 before camera, tax. That camera hump on the 6P is butt ugly. I don't know. It's funny. I've seen the phone in person. I thought the same thing until I saw it in person. I'm like, it's not nearly as bad in person. And it's a gorgeous phone. It feels good. There it is again. It feels good in the hand. It's really big. It's big and it's meaty and it's nice and metal. <laughs> That's what you like in your hand? <laughs> I, knew you, I knew you were going to go there. I gave that one to you. It's a really nice phone. I mean, really, a 5.7 inch? That's I, well, I mean, it's a phablet, and we talked about this before, yeah. so okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But again, I mean, think so of it like a car starts at 499 The one I would buy is 549 I would jump to a little bit more uh, storage space. And, and, and would you would you get that for 499 Would you get that instead of the uh, HTC? Uh, that's a tough call. I actually just right, snagged right. Uh, an A9, so... Messing around right. with it. We got to move on. Next topic. We're trying to keep this. We do. Okay, so we got to break up the Google and put in some Apple in between. Okay. What is up with Apple's Speak iPhone 6S case? Speaking of humps. Speaking of humps, my lovely case so, lumps. So, um. My humps, there, my humps, there, my humps. There's, there are a bunch of things online about uh, what other companies tweeted. When hashtag the, brand opportunity, the, yeah, yeah, and um, it's too bad because none of these phones, like the the BlackBerry Priv and the Asus Zen phone, um, the LG, the LG, no bumps, <laughs> just goosebumps, like. like <laughs> These are just not that good. <laughs> like, yeah, you mean brand, like social copy-wise? Yeah, like brand opportunity, yeah. jump on it, sure, but not with these. Yeah. <laughs> these are just <laughs> the BlackBerry one. Who needs $100 battery cases? Not hashtag BlackBerry, hashtag Priv owners who enjoy 22.5 hours of battery. And it's like... Kind of makes you sigh a little bit. Yeah. The um, one that got me thinking, like at the, the overall look of the design, the one that got me is I think what is it, fake Joni Ive on Twitter? 
did that picture of what a time to be alive, and it was the Apple Pencil plugged into the iPad Pro, which looks crazy, and then the mouse, the magic mouse with the charging port, the rechargeable one, uh-huh. on the bottom, and then the case in one image, and it was kind of like the seasonal-looking image, and it was retweeted several thousand times, which I thought was funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, it, I mean, did, would you Wait, admit at who, least... Who tweeted that? It was the fake Joni Ive Twitter profile. Oh, okay. And it was like, what a time to be alive. Oh, that's what it said. That's yeah. But would you, I mean, in all honesty, like, it, it does seem a little bit, and I, I'm not anti any. It, it did seem a little bit out of character for Apple yeah, from a ugly. design standpoint. It's yeah. It's so ugly. It's like the, the, <clears throat> the silicon bendable thing, or I don't know if it's silicon or if it just has like a, a, a crease, you know, a, a hinge. Thanks. Uh, a hinge where it opens up, or whatever it is. Like, that's, you know, that's clever, I guess. That, you know, whatever. But the hit, the hump, it's just, the whole thing just looks so ugly. It's horrible. Yeah, it's just, it's bizarre. The pencil actually doesn't bother me that much. The first thing this year where I was like, what is Apple doing? It was the rechargeable Magic Mouse. That was the first product where I was like, that's kind of weird for Apple. The first thing and then it, they did this year that had me saying, what are they doing was the watch. But that's a whole separate thing. Ah, good topic for another day. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, the only thing I let, and, and it has a, the battery isn't even that, like, it's much less than, like, the Mophie and, and some of the other cases, the battery capacity. Um, it, I mean, it's, it's typical Apple, right, to, to jump on something that other companies have had success from, and they'll stick their own logo on it. And they'll highlight it in the store, and the people who sell you the phone will, you know, if you're going to get a case, they'll push you that way. And they'll sell some, yeah. and, and the margins are going to be so high because it's, you know, it's a product. Accessory that, like, margins are always high. Yeah, they're taking what? They're taking a $10, they're taking a, a, a $12 battery pack and putting it in a $0.99 cent silicon sleeve. Um, yeah. The one thing that I like about it from what I've seen is that it's got a software trigger, so it'll show you the amount of battery left in the case um, on your screen, which I think is a nice little touch. But, yeah, it, it's it's very ugly. It's pretty ugly. One other thing that I kind of wonder is, a couple of people wrote about this this week, is were they trying to do that to get around some of the patents that some of the other external battery manufacturers have? Was it a patent thing? It doesn't matter. It's it's so it's ugly. Still they ugly yeah. Sell it. <laughs> like they don't. There's no need for them to sell that. They don't. Yeah, if I they just... can't. If they can't make it. Like Apple's not in the battery case market. That's not how they make their money. And so it's not right. like oh we got to put something out and we're hamstrung by all the patents. So this is all we can do. You know no. It's they're sitting on billions upon billions of dollars and they're generating more revenue hand over fist with the phone itself. They don't need to make their own case. And so can I see why they'd want to? Sure. Yeah. Well, and I, and I would argue too that, you know, as they continue on with phones, I mean, don't get me wrong, they make plenty of profit on the iPhone, but from a margin standpoint, there's far more to be made on accessories. And you've, you've seen them do this from like the 3G or from the original iPhone all the way well, sure, to now. But... It's like they have all of these original Apple accessories and they've expanded that. Right. But I'm just saying that, that like, I'm not a huge fan of 
very many of the original Apple accessories. Like the uh, the original the smart cover for the full size iPad is really nice. This right. um, I also have a mini, and the smart cover for the mini not nearly as good. Um, but you know, so there's some other accessories that I'm a fan of. Most of them just aren't really my thing. That the iPad, the iPhone cases that they make, and then they're prohibitively expensive also. But none of them really. It's rare that one of them, like you said, is so aesthetically out of character for them. Right. And this just really is. Yeah, it's and just so bizarre. Why put it out there at all? I don't know. It's interesting. So, so do you think to what we what we were talking about uh, earlier today? Do you think that they're losing their design mojo? Yeah, I mean. I don't know if they're losing it, but I think they're—I think they've tapped out their maximum capacity of design mojo for right now. If that makes sense. It doesn't. What do you mean? I think that they—I yeah, that was kind of that completely didn't make sense. I think, but uh, but no, I think that they've historically been held to a super high standard from design, and I mean they've—that's by design, no pun intended, right? Like they've mm -hmm. always held themselves to a high level of design, and now they're kind of slipping. And I think it's kind of it's creating news cycles just because Apple's always been great. They've always made these beautiful things. And now what the heck is this? This is kind of ugly. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And then also I think it's worth pointing out that they've also had they've also had a decent number of big misses. Even yeah, that's you fair. Know, even back when when Jobs was still alive and running. Back to like the Newton and some of that stuff. Well, even not going that far back, but like the iPod Hi-Fi, yep. disaster. Just a just a poorly made, ugly disaster of a product. And and all the reports were that Steve was super high on it. He's like, this is awesome. This thing's going to be great. Disaster. Um, there might have been others. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of any right now. <laughs> but, you know, so it's not like the only time. Apple did a uh, an in-ear their own, like, like premium eighty dollar earbud. Uh, I, I bought a pair of them. They were awful. Um, so you know they've done the sock, the iPod sock, and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So you know I wouldn't, I wouldn't go on on this alone to say that they've lost it. Um, but to me, I mean, I guess they're selling more of them than I realized. To me, the Apple Watch is like until you know it's that apple thing where it's the the success the the iterative versions that often solidify a really good apple product right and you know the watch for me still is like you know what until like version two or version three or whatever really nails it um you know the the watch is kind of a miss for me but yeah. um Speaking of which, there were a bunch of rumors that came out uh, this week, and um, rumors coming from Nine to Five Mac, Mark Gurman, who has a a really pretty good track record with these things. He's got good sources, and uh, he's reporting that there's going to be an event in March, and there's going to be a next generation Apple Watch, which is going to have vital statistics, you know, like a human vital statistics, not not tech vital statistics tracking. 
Right. Uh, Vital statistics like battery life. Right. Possibly a camera and possibly uh, Wi-Fi built in, so you don't need to tether it to a phone anymore, which I think would be would be a big deal, and it'd be iterative towards eventually it's just going to have built-in cellular um, and be a standalone device if you want it to be. But so those things, but then also uh, they will also debut a four-inch iPhone and be an iPhone 6C, which is going to essentially be an iPhone 6 tech-wise, like not the same exact specs, but like that range of performance, so not, not on par with the success. Right. But, you know, but with a four-inch display or, or thereabouts. Is that your next phone? No, I don't think I would go okay. back to something that's, like, I think that's too small. If it was gotcha. a, a 4.3, I'd consider it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 4.3 is the sweet spot. I mean, I say that, and I say that only because um, one of my all-time favorite phones, the HTC One S, was a 4.3. Um, that was an that was an awesome phone, but I don't know if I would, um, you know, I don't know. I'm so used to using this one now. Yeah, but uh, makes sense. Yeah. So on to the third topic, which is funny, and I deliberately included it because we we're talking about it a couple podcasts ago. The Pixel C, and I feel like this is something you would either love or hate. It well, I have not used one, so I can't. All I can say is that every review that I read with the exception of CNET. And it's mm-hmm. funny because CNET gave it four and a half out of five stars. Everybody else panned it and was just yeah. like, like this, there was one that was like, the Pixel C shows just how much work Google still has to do. Um, Which, oh, and actually, before you go further, I should back up. The reason why it's, I think we should talk about it is because we talk so much about Google being an OEM in addition to a software manufacturer. And so this is kind of the fusion of what a potential Google as an OEM would look like. So they built this today. whole thing themselves? This is 100% Google. Yeah. Um, this was Google hardware, Google software through and through. So, you know, we talked about the phones yeah. a couple podcasts ago. This is kind of what it would look like. Well, then they shouldn't make a phone. Yeah. Well, anyway, to the, it looks nice. I will give them that. It's got a lot of bezel. It does have some bezel. Um, apparently, it is really, really bad. Yeah, that's what I yeah, I've read a bunch of the reviews I mean, too, and it was kind of universal that it, it needed like some the work. Touch screen, the touchscreen doesn't work. Instead of making a keyboard with an actual physical connector like Apple and Microsoft did, so that it's reliable, they use Bluetooth, and that doesn't work. The software is garbage, and it highlights just how garbagey tablet app experiences are on Android because mm-hmm. no developers, not even Google's own in-house developers can be bothered to optimize their apps for tablet. Like just <laughs> so bad. And yeah. uh, did you see the AMA? I did not know. So, um, uh, the, the, I think the hardware director, some of the, the key guys on the pixel C team, uh, did a Reddit Ask Me Anything. Um, Andrew, did they get nailed? Andrew Bowers, who's the director for consumer hardware. Um, I'm reading I'm reading from Andrew's post here. So Hiroshi Lockheimer, SVP Android and Chrome OS. Um, Andrew Bowers, director for consumer hardware. Obsessive pixel perfectionist, Glenn Murphy, director of US for Android and Chrome. Like they, you know, they were all like, like, playful with their job titles and stuff and then they just got reamed 
<laughs> like they, the commenters just like they reamed them, and then when they didn't answer some of the like the questions that people really wanted answers to, and they dodged those questions, they just got reamed harder. That's um, classic Reddit. Yeah, yeah. It's just like ask us anything, and we'll answer some of the stuff, <laughs> but not much. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tricky, like, just as a sidebar, being a brand and doing stuff on Reddit, because it's like, I mean, obviously you have messaging behind a product, you have PR support, like, you, and it's, you, you can't go public with everything. Yeah. And so it's always kind of interesting in this AMA age. I mean, just don't do it. Like, yeah. if you're not prepared to answer, you know, don't feed the trolls, but if you're not prepared to answer, you know, the tough questions that you've got to know are coming. First of all, if you can't anticipate a good chunk of the tough questions that are going to come, then just don't even think about it. Exactly. And then if you're not prepared, you know, um, you know, somebody asked, um, Nexus devices get monthly. Are you hearing that static? No. Okay. Maybe a little bit. So somebody, you know, the first question that's on there right now is like, can you clarify how the pixel update roadmap will differ from normal Android releases? Chrome gets updates every six weeks. Android's very different. Nexus devices get monthly security updates, but larger updates are more spaced out. And we expect the Pixel C to be on a different schedule. Um, we expect Pixel C to update Pixel C on regular cadence, lining up with the monthly security updates for Android. And then the top voted comment on that was, I've never, I've been working in the technology world long enough to know that, quote, plan on and, quote, next quarter are synonyms with, quote, never going to happen. Um, wow. Yeah, and it just it just went like that. It just goes. I'm assuming it gets worse from there. Yeah. Nice. Um, so. Yeah. I mean, to, to your point, I haven't I haven't played with it, but it's just right. fascinating to me. Like, this is what it could look like. You know, if they go into phones right now or in a year, this is. I think they're testing the waters to an extent. Tablets are pretty, comparatively speaking, a pretty low risk area. Yeah. I would argue. So yeah. it's like it's a place to test. Um, and apparently there, there's a report out on Ars, Ars Technica that uh, Ars, um, Ars. Ars Technica that this device was originally meant to be a Chrome OS device, and it got changed to an Android device possibly because the touch version of Chrome wasn't ready. Um, I don't know. It just it huh. it's not by all accounts not a good showing. Oh hey, real quick, uh, do you know where pirates get their tech news from? Ars Technica. <laughs> um, Couldn't you know, resist. Do you know where you, Oh, hey, we're at time, dude. We're at time. Hey, one question lightning round. We'll cut it short. Okay. We'll do one question. It's lightning round time. Um, what are your thoughts on J.K. Shin no longer being the head of Samsung Mobile? Yeah, I think it's a culture. I think it's normal, relatively normal for them. If you look at the cycle of their CEOs and their their executives, they usually rotate out every five or six years, and I don't think that's anything abnormal. I mean, like in the time we've covered it, we've seen, what, two or three? Okay. If I'm not mistaken, so I think it's just, I, I think it's partially a cultural thing. I think Taiwan does it. I think Korea does it. And I think it's just that, you know, you move out into a different field. My question to you which version of iPhone do you generally like more? Do you like the, the numbered version, so 4, or 5, 6, or do you like the S iteration? That's, that's the Aaron Man. Aaron Man. Uh, 
take this with the love that's meant behind it, but that's the dumbest it's a great question. question. I've ever heard. Which one do you like then? It's a dumb question. The S version. The S versions are always better. So you go for the smoothness and the stability over the quote new designs that typically come with four, you know. Do I go questions. for it? No. Yeah. But do I like it better? Yes. yes. Or do you just get a new phone just to get a new phone? Well, I'm on the cycle. Although it's going to change if I ever upgrade, or if I ever actually, uh, not upgrade, but switch carriers, it'll change, and I'll end up with the S. But I've been on the um, the numbered two-year cycle for the numbered phones for, for, for a while now. Okay. So I just go according to that. But um, no, I see what your question is. I yeah. just, you know. I mean, I think typically it's like the numbered version, it's more of a design change, right? It's like more of a like is, aesthetic. The numbered version is far more exciting and interesting. Yeah. The but S, it's also S, far buggier, I would S, argue. The S version works much better. Exactly. It's not even, it's not, it's buggier, but also the S version is like the hardware. Yeah. It's always optimized. Yeah, exactly. It's always optimized. So I think I would tend to agree with you. I like the optimized version. I love you. But that's the dumbest question I've ever heard. Well, you know, I put up with a lot of dumb questions from you, so I had to get one in. No, I'm fair, just kidding. Fair enough. I'm kidding. Fair I couldn't enough. resist. I love you too much to make that joke. All right. That is Unsponsored Content, Episode 5. And we made it in in under 35 minutes. I'm on Twitter, Aaron Baker. Aaron C. Baker on Twitter. That's Noah Kravitz singing some fine tunes. He's on Twitter at Noah Kravitz. We're also on Twitter at UnspawnCon. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Goodbye.